Good morning! On this bowl of question crunch, Luna Bunny is here to talk about their amazing artwork, answering questions about their foodies characters, illustrating a children's book, and which saint is the cool one. <laughs> Let me start with, I think that you're, uh, I'm, I'm always a big fan of finding people online, on social media, on Instagram. I love finding new artists that I just am absolutely amazed by their work. And I don't remember how I found you. And I don't even know if it's me finding you. I think that one of my friends may have show, uh, may have shared your artwork and I just, it's, it came up on my uh, social media and I was like, all right. So, it, okay. <laughs> I went through that whole thing. I think it's strange when I share artwork, a lot of people don't uh, give an automatic follow because whenever other people share artwork from other artists, I'm like, all right, cool. I'm going to follow this artist. Cause I know as an artist, we benefit from all those follows. I'm like, here, give me all of the follows. If my yeah. account's not private, I want all of the follows. Mm -hmm. And I want more people to see how amazing your artwork is. And we're going to go through a lot of the questions of talking about um, the different projects that you have, the different campaigns that you have, the different hashtags that you have. But the thing that I really want to start off with, and I always, this is my first question for every artist, is what is your art history? My art history? Oh, well, uh, my art history for me is, um, well, I, I didn't go to school for art. I'm totally uh, self-taught. Um, my art journey began Basically, I always had a uh, a love for artwork, you know, um, but it really took off after my mother passed in 2010. And I felt like I was extremely, I went to a, through a very deep depression and I felt like I needed something positive to do. Um, so I dry, I went right into crafting first, um, pixel art, because I was really into video games and stuff. Um, I was creating different game sprites for myself, turned them into perler beads and all that stuff. And then I just went right into um, drawing. And um, from there, uh, it just kind of kicked off. Uh, I just haven't stopped. Uh, art is essentially like therapy for me. Um, when the world is going crazy, just, just art just gives me that sort of comfort. So I just haven't, I haven't stopped. Um, I, I think that, um, I think that art pretty much, I don't know how to say that, but I think art pretty much saved me, um, in a way. So, yeah. Um, now I'm just like at a space where um, I'm a lot more serious. Um, I'm, I'm a business owner right now, and um, I am trying to uh, work my way into like getting toys made and different things. And I'm hoping to get myself into retail stores and whatnot. So it definitely, definitely like jumped quite a bit, but. Um, yeah, I'm looking forward to uh, where my art journey takes me from here. I, uh, <clears throat> sorry, I just exited something on Skype. Hold on just a sec. Just need to pause really quick. Uh, 1031. Sorry, I got, because I, I, there was a bar that was blocking your uh, eyes, and I was like, all right, let's see if I can X out of this. I'm like, oh, no, I hope I didn't mess anything up. I'm good. We're good. <clears throat> So let me start it again. I think that a lot of people don't realize the therapeutic values of art. Well, I know artists understand that, but I feel like I really want more people because I feel I'm glad that you're self-taught. I really am glad that you're self-taught because what it was is we are surrounded by art, uh, whether we watch cartoons, read comics, or uh, play video games. Art is just all around us. And I feel that those folks who are susceptible to see the art and look at it and try to recreate it, they'll learn a lot of the values that 
art classes have to offer. So art classes are cool. I love art classes. I do highly recommend a lot of people to take them. Yes. But they're not necessary. They're not, mm -hmm. you can still create amazing artwork without them. <laughs> you most certainly can. Mm -hmm. And I want more people to understand, uh, people who have not taken art classes, because I feel like a lot of people are just intimidated by making art because they see how structure, how rigid and structure uh, art classes are, where they're just like, oh, here's how fancy art can be. And people are like, oh, well, I don't want to do anything fancy. And I'm just like, well, you could do a scribble. Scribbles can be very therapeutic. You can just, uh, if you're angry, just make like a messy piece of art and that's fine. That's good. That's a good way to get emotion out. out. And I'm glad that art saved you. I think that that's, uh, it's important. I, I've heard that story often with people where it's like, I was in a bad place and I decided to pick up an art, pick up a craft. And it does, it really does help. It gives you something to get away from your <laughs> negative thoughts. Mm -hmm. Definitely, definitely. Uh, what I, did you, oh, go on. Oh, I, I definitely agree um, with the uh, art schooling point. Um, I definitely eventually would like to at least do Skillshare, like, you know, take some classes from there. Um, and I can like understand how our school can be intimidated because I definitely heard some horror stories about art school. Um, but I, I, I see the benefit from uh, schooling, both schooling and being self-taught, definitely. I, because uh, I mentioned, uh, I just mentioned that uh, being self-taught means that you're just absorbing everything. And I can tell from seeing your images, because uh, like the one thing I always try to tell everyone who's doing any kind of drawing is the rule of threes, the rule of thirds, where you're making sure that every image is dynamic. And I see that in your artwork. I'm like, all right, cool. No, you're covered. You're good. Because <laughs> I can't be self-taught. You just have to like the images that you that you surround yourself with and uh, absorb what they're trying to teach you. Yes. And I absolutely think that your artwork is amazing. And one of the things I really love as I was scrolling through your social media, so <laughs> you have a thing and I'm trying, I, I have it listed down of all the things that you have. And I, it's weird to say thing, project, campaign, whatever, foodies, sippies, and drinkies. And <laughs> as I was scrolling through, I kept on changing which one was my favorite one. And it made me realize that I was just picking my favorite drink, food, or uh, soda. And I just thought that was really funny because I got at first the, I think, it, what was it called? Crown? No, not Crown Royal. Oh, what is that called? It's a, it's a, no, it's a, a whiskey. Which one, which one has the wet, the wax top? Oh, that's uh, Maker's Mark. Thank you. Maker's Mark. Uh, your, one of the most recent drawings that you did was Maker's Mark. And I love the idea that you made the wax collar because the wax collar was such a good idea because you could have um, made it a hat but the wax collar looks yeah. so cool i was actually thinking about making it a hat but i was like no i want him to be i don't know i want him to be like uh really i don't know something different um i will definitely say that um an artist inspired me to like do a little bit different um there's an artist named reno tuna on Instagram, he does similarly what I do, but just like it's 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 incredible what he does. He he takes every little detail and just makes it into this like incredible big old thing. Um, like recently, he uh, did a girl of a strawberry, um, and he did like the um, the stem of the strawberry as a little. A little hat and whatnot. It was it was so beautiful, but he's um, definitely one of my favorite artists, by the way. <laughs> but For yeah. Folks? Oh, go on. Oh, that that is it. <laughs> <laughs> I can go on and on about that. <laughs> For folks, and I realize I should have explained this. The uh, the foodies, sippies, and drinkies are really adorable characters, are sexy characters also, of uh, different foods, different drinks, different uh, sodas. I think Sippies is sodas, right? I'm trying to remember yeah. about that. Okay. Uh, uh, drinkies. Sippies, well, Sippies is just really drinks in general because I do have an Arizona tea Sippy. So, yeah, it's, it's drinks in general. Yeah. Well, the Drinkies is alcohol, right? Oh, wait. 
Sippies, I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, goodness. Oh, wait, hold on. No, you're good. You're still oh, good. Yeah. I thought you paused, but yeah, uh, yeah, you're right. <laughs> No, you're good. You're good. Uh, I, yeah, I, I'm sorry. I apologize. Yeah, sometimes I'll just freeze up. <laughs> I've had that happen uh, often where I'll just stop moving and people are like, oh, you're frozen? I'm like, no, I just gave up on moving. I gave up on existing. That's <laughs> what I do. <laughs> I'm an NPC. I don't move unless I've been interacted with. <laughs> But yeah, you are totally right. I meant sippies. I, I, I don't know why I get, I sometimes get sippies and drinkies mixed up. Drink, yeah, I don't, I don't. It's okay. It's hashtags. <laughs> what are they? Um, but drinkies, uh, I love the drinkies. I love alcohol. And so as I was scrolling through, because uh, at first I was at um, Maker's Mark and I love the color. But then when yeah. I got to Jack Daniels, I was like, hmm, that's my drink. <laughs> <laughs> How did foodies, sippies, and drinkies start? Um, so I started in, um, well, foodies, that's the first one that I did. Um, it started in 2020. I was bored and I was hungry and I had an art block. And um, I am a foodie. I'm a big foodie myself. Um, growing up, both of my parents were chefs. So I grew, yeah, I grew up like around cooking. Um, so like I, I know a lot about cooking and food and stuff myself. So I was just like, you know what? I at first when I was drawing out my first foodie character, which was collard greens, I was thinking to myself, this is so corny. This is the most corniest drawing I ever did. Um, I was really embarrassed, but I really loved it because, you know, I know about food and I was like, you know what, I'm going to do it anyway and I'll see if anybody relates to it. So I posted it online and back at that time I, I had got like, uh, it was like 20 likes on it. And I, for me at that time, I was like, oh my goodness, 20 people liked it. Wow. So I was like, okay, y'all like that? Well, I'm going to draw her a boyfriend. <laughs> And then I drew her a boyfriend, which was fried chicken. <laughs> and it just it just took from there. And um, I ended up posting collard greens, fried chicken, and their little dog, which was which is cornbread. I posted them in a uh, in a group, and it went viral. And I was like, oh, got something here. <laughs> I just I just went off and I. Um, I made like 40 characters and and like between 2020 and 2021, like 40 different characters. And yeah, I haven't stopped. <laughs> I like it how you discover that people like food. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? You, you are absolutely right. Because back then I literally thought like, you know, nobody's gonna like this. You know, I, I really thought that I was just a greedy person and, you know, nobody didn't really, nobody wasn't really as passionate about food as I was for some reason. I felt that way. But now I'm like, yeah, there's a lot of foodies out here. What the heck was I thinking? Um, but uh, yeah, I, I'm really, I'm really glad that people like the characters and, and really, really enjoy it. And then you made food into thirst traps, like with a syrup pouring down. I'm like, mm, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I, okay. So my audience is, we were all adults, you know, and um, before foodies, I dibble dabbled in the hentai stuff. And I, I mean, that's what I, that's why I really like to draw. I like to draw women. Um, and I started to think of uh, foodies, like, you know, having connections and all that stuff. And um, when I first drew my first uh, foodies couple, macaroni and cheese and yams, um, 
I decided to like make them a little bit more risque out the characters and people loved it. Uh, people understood where I was going with it because in my culture, eating macaroni and cheese and yams is just such a good flavor. So people like understood that, like that little tidbit and it just took off from there. And yeah, I, I double dabble in, in the, you know, risque stuff here and there. Um, but I decided to mainly draw that stuff in my private group. I have a little private group on Facebook. <laughs> where I pull out. Um, and I had to do that because um, a lot of kids like foodies. You know, I draw them in a chibi character, you know, way and a lot of kids like it. So I, you know, I decided to just leave it in the Facebook group. And sometimes I'll draw a risque foodie sometimes. Like um, I did burger and fries uh, like last year. Um, people like that. And I drew them really out there. Um, but as as far as foodies go, they're they're for everyone. I'm just gonna put that up out there. It's not it's not gonna be no foodie hentai in the future or anything like that. <laughs> don't don't try to predict the future. <laughs> you never know. Uh, and I say that because as a fan of yams, uh, I do like that drawing. I love that drawing. I saw it and I was like, cool. All right, I'm down. Uh, <laughs> um, it is smart. It is smart, and I say this as someone who's not smart. It is smart that if you want a wider audience to, uh, you know, keep keep some stuff private. Uh, and when I say that I'm not smart, uh, there's a lot of stuff that I make public that should should probably not be so public. But what am I gonna do? Be smart. <laughs> That's ridiculous. <laughs> Um, so I'm glad that I do think it's cool, very cool of you, very professional of you to be like, you know what, kids are following my stuff. I should probably uh, make things less sexy. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I had to learn that from going to events, like, because I do a lot of artist alleys and the kids will come up to my table because at first I was um, drawing like little etchy, uh, little etchy buttons and stickers and stuff with the boobs and the butt and stuff. And little kids will come up to my table and they'll see my foodies, but then they'll look at the butt and I'm like, oh my God, no. <laughs> so I have to sit down with myself and be like, you know what? I got to choose one for right now, you know, for, for right now. I know and exactly how you feel. I know exactly how you feel because like uh, I, I drew a cartoon, I drew something offensive and the kid recited the drawing that I did and the parent just looked at me I'm like oh cool uh <laughs> whoa <laughs> there's no bad language there was no bad language it was just very suggestive and I'm like mm. <laughs> I didn't have to censor anything the 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 convention I was at did not come and you know tell me to cover up anything because nothing was necessarily adult I just don't want to hear that phrase from any kid ever again so I'm like mm, I should probably not advertise this as, <laughs> as much as I was. <laughs> um, but I love foodies. Uh, I want everyone to follow your Instagram. And, you know, usually I leave the social media at the end of the episode, but I would love people, if they're listening and want to check out your artwork, what, where would they find you on social media? Um, anywhere. You can find me anywhere. Just at Luna Bunny. Uh, well, Luna Bunny, per se. Um, it's L-U-N-A-B-U-N-N-E-H. Um, you can find me on TikTok, uh, Instagram, and Facebook. Those are my three main social medias. I tell a lot of non-artists how exhausting it is when you make artwork and now you have to share it on every social media when you're like, I just spent hours on this piece. Now I need mm -hmm. to spend hours making media on everything. Oh yeah, it's it's definitely it's definitely hard, um, especially like when the algorithm is going against you too because they want you to pay for ads nowadays and um, you know social media is like it's like a business now you know they gotta make money but 
it, it really it really sucks it really sucks did you hear and i think that this is true i, I do think this is true that uh talking talking on posts on tiktok will get more visibility than if you just pick like a random song because i mm -hmm. made a video about my clown charity and i did a narration to it and that got that got a lot of cool people commenting and i'm just like I don't want to talk on my TikToks. I don't want to talk. I don't want to have a conversation. I want to pick songs. I am not surprised because I am under, I'm like now noticing that we we have to like put ourselves out there more. Um, I'm starting to notice like the general public, they like to see us. You know what I'm saying? I, I look towards like a lot of um, bigger artists um, that I follow and stuff. And one thing that they have in con common is that I know their face. They're, they're talking, they're conversating, they're showing their face, they're showing the behind the scenes. And I feel like as a watcher, I feel like I have a sort of connection with them, you know, when I see their face versus just them showing me products all the time and just showing me their art process. Um, so yeah, I, I'm not, I'm not, you know, um, surprised at that. That's why, um, me personally, I, I do have social anxiety. Um, I I don't like showing my face a lot, but I, I'm trying to kind of like get over that and interact with my supporters more. Um, I, I see a lot better results doing that, and it's actually pretty nice doing that too. But yeah, it is. It's it's hard. It's definitely hard so yeah i think you might have given me uh the encouragement i needed to yeah. be more in front of the camera because i'm like no you want to look at my art look at my art you don't want to see this you want to look at what i can draw that is not i am sorry but that is not true like i appreciate yeah. art like i i definitely um i appreciate art i i love seeing people's work but it's just something about seeing the person too and actually like having the person conversate and respond to my compliments to their art and stuff like that um it actually makes me want to watch them more you know and view their content and uh i i picture i imagine other people feel that way too um when they see my content um i i don't think because i I don't know where I'm at as far as like my audience go. I don't know, like I, I have a sort of can't say fan base, support base. I don't know. Oh, you you definitely uh, have a fan. I'm gonna say you have a fan base. You don't have to. I'm going to. You could be the, you could be the mature adult, but I'm not gonna. I'm I'm as part of your fan base. I can say that you have a fan base. <laughs> but uh, like I don't think. The thing is, is that I don't think I would have a fan base if I did not interact with the people that support me, you know, and I feel, I don't know, I feel like artists who, who uh, tend to ignore their people, ignore people that support them and stuff, so it's a little cold, you know, because um, I, I talk to, um, a lot of my uh, art friends and, you know, they ask me, they ask me all the time, like, how do you get uh, your supporters and whatnot? How do you get that? And I'm like, okay, of course you need to promote yourself. You gotta, it's it's a job, you know, you have to promote yourself and everything. Um, we are artists. It's like, we are artists at the end of the day, of course, but, when it comes to promoting yourself on the internet a lot, a lot of artists want to be content creators. It's two different things, you know, artists and content creators, it's two different things. And being a content creator is a, is, is a job, you know, you gotta be consistent. You gotta put in the work and everything um, because if you just wanna be an artist, then you're already that, you know, that's, that's a given, but if you really want people to uh if you want that you know, big following and all that stuff um you gotta put in the work you gotta interact with people you gotta you know 
know your fan base. You got to do a lot of things. Um, so yeah, I'm sorry I went all into that, but no, no, that was a that that was a good conversation. That was no, do do not apologize for that because that those are good tips for anyone who's listening. Anyone is trying to. You're right. Being an artist, fine. You're done. You can draw. That's cool. You can you can make art. That's awesome. Don't get me wrong. I don't want to downsize that. But uh, <laughs> making content and being a content creator and managing your social media is a whole other beast. That's a whole other monster that you have to deal with. And I'm even like, <laughs> I wrote on my notes. I'm like, all right, gotta show my face some more. I gotta actually <laughs> interact some more. Uh, I I usually have videos of my hands drawing, but I'm like, no one, <laughs> you can't see the hand smile. So you're right i should do more in front of the camera stuff unfortunately <laughs> yeah like i i i it, it it sucks but at the same time um we have to um i don't know we have to figure out ways to set ourselves apart from other people and i think by doing that you have to put you have to put yourself out there you have to um, show the uniqueness of your art and of yourself. I don't know where that came from, but yeah. <laughs> I know you said you don't want to have, you don't want to say that you have a fan base, and that's fine. You can do that. You can find a better word for that. But I'm going to say you have a fan base because I was scrolling through the photos, I was scrolling through your tags uh, stuff on social media, and you've got folks cosplaying your characters. Oh yeah. How does that feel seeing when your characters walk up to your booth? Um, I have never witnessed someone walk up to my booth as a character because I, well, I was supposed to, I don't want to, I don't want to get into that. I don't want to, that's, okay. uh, that's fine. <laughs> but, um, when people, uh, send me pictures of them cosplaying as my characters, I cry. <laughs> I cry. <laughs> just cry like I, I told you I was just crying literally because as you go to my story right now someone took a picture of them wearing my t-shirt that I just made I, I cried over that I, I I'm a crier um yeah so I, I cry I thank God I, I'd be really thankful for people taking out the time to cosplay my characters that's that's amazing it's amazing and um like i've i've had um i i want to mention the the i had a guy because usually i see girls do it and i i love it you know i love i love my women um but i recently i had one guy uh cosplay a character um egg foo young and I, I did not even know it. I did not know he was going to do it or anything like that. But he thought that I was going to be at a con. Um, and he, he cosplayed it at, at a con. And oh, my goodness. That, that, was, that was amazing. I, I mean, all of them is amazing. It's, I cry every time. <laughs> I made sure to like their post. Uh, I, when I saw like, the cosplayers, I'm like, all right, here's a like, here's a like. I, I need to show you my appreciation. Because uh, you spent hours. I know uh, people don't see all the hours that you take to create artwork, design how the character is going to be posed, design every element of the image, and then you mm -hmm. put it out there. And you like to see appreciation, but to see someone now <laughs> spend a good chunk of time creating a costume, yeah. to be in public in that costume, in a creation that you made, that is a fun thing to see. And I send them gifts every time like I will I stop when they show me it I stop everything that I do I grab a bag <laughs> and start filling up with merch and like here you go just crying away here you go <laughs> and I just I just send it off to them because I that's how appreciative I am because like yeah you're you're taking time and effort to like cosplay one of my characters that's insane that's beautiful but like yeah <laughs> i i did something similar at a con when uh, i was walking around and someone just stopped me they're like oh are you 
are you Jimmy from Ben Better? I'm like, yeah. And they're like, oh, I'm a big fan of your comics. I'm like, would you like some free stuff? <laughs> <laughs> I like it that you make my art worth it. You, you, you show me, you prove that uh, I'm not just screaming into the void. You're actually a fan of my stuff. So uh, yes. here's some free things. <laughs> exactly, because... I mean, like, it's it's amazing. And just giving some free stuff, that's, I mean, I feel like I want to do more of it. Like, you know, I got, hey, I got some stuff you might like. You know, here you go. <laughs> if you were going to make a video game of the foodies, sippies, drinkies world, what kind of video game would it be? And at first, when I was thinking about this question, I did see a lot of inspiration from anime in your social media. And I was thinking about making the question an, an anime show, and I'm like, no, I really want to do video games because I like the idea of a of a video game, and there's so many different routes that you can take with that. Yeah. Well, you could you could pick anime or video game, whichever you want to do. I like the video game idea personally, but if you're, um, I'll do a little bit of both. Um, nice. Uh, so as a video game, I was kind of stuck on this because I know a lot of my supporters will probably want some type of fighting game I, I i could see that like i could see um um maybe like uh oh god <laughs> like a fighting game where um i know i, I forgot what that fighting game name is there's a um, bunch of fighting games so i'm not even gonna guess here i could go down the list uh it's a, it's with a lot of women and the clothes get ripped off and stuff when you when you fight with them. Um, oh, that's too many video games like that, right? Yeah. As, as far as I know, I'm not a gamer. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I personally I like cozy games. Um, I used to be really into fighting games and stuff like that, but more I'm more into cozy games now. Um, so it would definitely be a cozy game that is like cooking mama, uh, where, <laughs> where you have to cook the food and I can see my little chibi characters coming out, like, you know, really mad when you mess them up or, you know, something like that. So like something that everyone can play, you know, um, yeah, I will, I would go for that. And as an anime, um, I can't, I can't really think of an anime per se, but Disney, I could think of a Disney movie for my foodies. So, <laughs> the, cause I, I already have like a whole uh, Pixar Disney idea in my head for foodies. Um, oh goodness. Um, so the story would take place it will, the main character will be a guy. He's a human guy who don't know how to cook. Um, and uh, it's basically about how his mother had passed away and she used to leave, she usually do all the cooking. Um, but since she had passed away, he is eating a lot of junk food. He's not uh, taking care of himself. He's getting malnourished. And um, one day, He's sitting in his chair and a book falls down from his uh, bookshelf. And the book is a cookbook, the foodie's cookbook, and pops open and the foodie characters come out and they basically, long story short, guide him on how to cook better. Um, and uh, in the end, spoiler alert, the, um, the cookbook is uh, basically a family cookbook passed down from generation to generation and his mom actually left that to him and he sees the note in the back it, yeah anyways uh yeah i i would definitely love to um see my foodie characters in a in a pixar type disney pixar type movie like soul kind of type thing uh, disclaimer to all my listeners, uh, you, <laughs> you listen to it, but you can't hear it. You can't take that plot. I, I, you can't take that <laughs> plot and make it your own. That's totally a foodies thing. Uh, 
copyright, trademark, restricted, whatever. <laughs> uh, that was uh, that turned out to be very heartwarming. I thought you were just going to compare it to a, a Disney movie or something and be like, oh, that's it. Yeah, it's like this movie. But yeah, uh, about it, I, I think about that a lot. I I hoped I hope one day. I really really hope one day that um, once I truly get. I, I want to get better in art first and I kind of just want to like, you know, pitch my idea to uh, Disney. Cause I think Disney would need some help, honestly. <laughs> like these reboots and uh, all this stuff. I mean, not reboots, but uh, live action movies and stuff. It hasn't, it hasn't been really a, a good Disney. Well, there's been a few, but I feel there's like a few. Some, yeah, there, there's there's been a few uh, good Disney movies, but um, I think they need just a little help. As much as a fan of Disney as I am, uh, don't feel restricted to Disney because there's a lot of studios that uh, are making some pretty amazing stuff. Yeah, yeah, you are absolutely right about that. You are absolutely right. Yeah. I'm a big fan of DreamWorks. Uh, Netflix animation is doing some cool things. Have you seen Sea Beast? Mm-mm, I haven't. Uh, sea Beast is on Netflix. Uh, if you got Netflix, I highly recommend checking it out. It's they didn't advertise for it as much as they should have. Uh, sea Beast has a very beautiful message that I highly recommend everyone checking out. It's so good. It's so good, and it's got some of <laughs> it's got some of the scariest imagery I've seen in an animated film in a long time because mm-hmm. they're sea monsters and they can be pretty terrifying. But the message is beautiful. I highly recommend that movie. Oh, I will definitely check that out. Check that uh, out. You can also <laughs> you can also publish a comic book of that story that you just created, and then be like, uh, <laughs> hopefully a suit's walking past and like, all right, cool. I would like to buy the rights to that thing. <laughs> yeah, I I definitely well, of course, that's what I should start off with. Um, I've been trying my best to um, learn how to work and like repeated characters drawing my characters over and over again because shout out to comic book artists that i i tried like oof, shout out to you because comic move doing comic books is hard um i guess i will have to talk about sh- uh she sees but that that literally ties along into that but like doing books it's it's hard and i kudos to y'all I definitely tried to make a, a foodies um, comic, and it's it's taken me a minute. <laughs> Doing comics is hard because you're uh, you are I don't want to say holding someone's hand because that does sound kind of condescending, but that's what it is because you have the story in your head, and mm-hmm. you have to figure out how to give all the elements for the reader to be able to lead them down the path and understand everything that you have imagined. Mm-hmm. it's a pain it can be a pain and sometimes it <laughs> sometimes it completely misses and you're like damn <laughs> oh my goodness uh valentine's day is coming up or i'm trying to think of when this episode comes out i think valentine's day has already passed mm-hmm. saint patrick's day is on the way so if there was a sitcom about saint nicholas saint valentine and saint patrick being roommates who would be the cool one? Who would be the funny one? And who would be the average one? And when I was thinking about this, I thought of so many different trios, and I was trying to compare. Uh, I was trying to like uh, analyze funny one, cool one, funny one, and average one. And I was thinking the Full House was the first one that came up in my mind. Oh my god! Then I thought Three Musketeers. I thought Three Amigos, and I'm like, I'm sticking to this idea that there's a cool one, funny one, and average one. Mm-hmm. So who would they be? Mm, I actually, you know what, when you, uh, yeah, I actually kind of want to draw this, honestly. Um, I would think that uh, St. Valentine's will be the cool one. Cool, sexy, you know, of course. Um, I think St. Patrick will definitely be the, the funny one, drunk, you know, kicking, you know, making a lot of jokes and whatnot. I, I think I think that will definitely be uh, St. Patrick's and St. Nicholas will be just the average one. Just, you know, kind of just there. Um, but I think he he will like, 
I could picture um, St. Patrick and um, St. Valentine, like, button heads sometimes. And, like, St. Nicholas be the one that kind of, like, is the glue of the trio. (laughs) (laughs) I already made the comparison to Full House. But Mm -hmm. when you explained that situation, I heard the music of St. Nicholas being Bob Saget, rest in peace, (laughs) uh, Bob Saget trying to uh, settle down the argument and you're like, you are both saints. Your holidays matter. And having like this whole (laughs) touching (laughs) moment. (laughs) Oh, goodness. I did not cast any of them. I did not make that decision on my own. I wanted to hear what you had to say on it. And I'm like, no, that's, those, awesome that's a that is a valid answer. I think that you are absolutely correct on who who gets to be what. I agree, and I look very forward to seeing that drawing. I think it, I I want to. See it. I, I think it'll be cool. I want to do. I definitely will do a Saint Valentine. Well, I'll have to do that right now. But yeah, definitely uh, Saint Valentine's will definitely be coming up. Now, you brought this up, and this is a question that I have on my list, but uh, when I saw on your Instagram, um, She Sees, and She Sees is a children's book that you you did, and it was written by, oh, I'm blanking on the, we'll get to that eventually. You'll mention the singer. Well, who was the singer? Uh, he is a uh, MC by the name of Substantial. Substantial. Um, so, I... It is adorable. All the images I saw were really cool, and I love it. How did the artist contact you? Because I think I saw on an Instagram post that you're a fan of them. Okay, so I will have to talk about the best day of my life. <laughs> yes, I am looking forward to hearing about your best, the best day of your life. Um. All right. So I'll I'll try to make a long story short. I am like you. Nope. Don't don't worry about time. Don't worry about time. You're good. Continue. <laughs> Um, so I am a huge New Job Best fan. Um, if anybody don't know, New Job Best is a uh, lo-fi producer. Well, he's, it's not really lo-fi, but he's a producer that is famously known for being the godfather of lo-fi music. Um, <clears throat> and uh, I love his music. His music, just like art, had got me through a lot of, a lot of things. And Substantial um, is a, he rapped on quite a few of his songs, um, a co- uh, my favorite songs. So, um, rest in peace to New Jabez. His birthday was just yesterday. Um, fast forward um, to 2019. Um, actually, I have to, if anybody don't know who Nujabes is, if you know what Samurai Shampoo is, he basically did a lot of the music for Samurai Shampoo. Um, if you know the opening battle battle cry, that's that's him. Okay, so fast forward to 2019. Um, I was online. I, I gotta go through the story. I was online. I saw a video of the rapper Shingo 2, the person who did the song Battle Battle Cry. He was at a concert at a con, right? So me being a person who goes to con and do artist alleys, I messaged him. I messaged him. <laughs> you know, I, I totally messaged him on, on an account, this verified account. I just I had uh went ahead and I messaged Shingo too. And I was like, when is the next con? What are what is the next con you're going to? Because I'm going to make it my life mission to see you in concert. You know, because you know, since New Japan has passed away, I would at least love to see the people who uh, he had featured on his music and whatnot. So, like, that's the that's the second best best thing, you know. So he messaged me back. And he's like, oh, our next convention is YomaCon. And I blew it. I, I, I screamed because I literally, the month before, I had got accepted to that con. And that's my home con. So I was just like, it, it was a big 
everything. So I was like, oh my God, I'm, I'm, I'm really good. Oh my God, I'm like, that's why everything. And he's like, yeah, I'll, I'll see you there. So not only that, I saw that Substantial was also going to the same con. So I am literally blowing up this whole entire month. I'm getting myself ready. I'm making samurai shampoo prints and stuff. I'm getting myself ready to see these people. And um, Yomakai comes. I go to their panel. I go to their concert, which, by the way, that was the best day of my life because I had my new, I made, I had made my new Jabez shirt. And I was up at the front and I was singing all the all the songs. I was singing them away. And Shingo 2 noticed me. He brought me up on stage to sing Battle Cry. <laughs> and I almost passed out. I, I, I sang it, but I almost passed out. And uh, the next day I went to their panel. I gave them samurai uh, shampoo. Blueprints. I gave it, laid it out all for them. They all got up and they gave me a hug and I cried. <laughs> so that's how I met Substantial. Substantial took his print home, followed me on social media. And that's when a couple of months later, he contacted me um, to do the book. <laughs> and I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> you're, you're, you're asking me to do a book for you? Like, bro, you literally saved my life. Now, mind you, I've never done a, a children's book in my whole entire life. I never did a children's book. And I felt, I felt really nervous about it because, you know, I, at the time, I did not know how to draw repeated characters. Um, at that time, I was like, no, I'll draw one character. I'm on to the next. Um, so I will say the book was definitely the, it was a challenge for me. It was a really big challenge. I wouldn't say it's, it's a, hmm, I, I, I love the book. I wish I could have did better. I do. When I look at the book, sometimes I'm just like, I, of course, you know, now that I'm like a lot better in art than I was then, I'm just like, oh my God. But, um. It was definitely uh, a blessing. Um, it was it was a really great experience. I learned a lot from it. Um, and yeah, like I literally, uh, we we became you know um, cool peoples. It's amazing. It was amazing. You know, like the guy who, you know, I used to listen to his music. I became more of a fan of him you know, through that, because, you know, I didn't even know that he had more music out after New Jabez and stuff, so I became more of a fan of him, um, and yeah, like, you know, his, his wife just contacted me last week <laughs> to do a panel for a, a BlurCon, so, like, it, it's, it's, it's crazy. It's crazy. Um, it's amazing. I'm a huge New Jabez fan. Um, so that that was a blessing. I, I I'm not gonna lie. That was that was a huge huge blessing. That yeah, like wow. I manifested that low key. You know, I I've, I think I manifested that like right when I said I was gonna make it my life mission to see Shingo too. Everything just went along with it. It just took right off. Um, but yeah, I, I love the book she sees. It gave me quite a few opportunities. I actually managed to um, mentor his daughter, a uh, substantial's daughter, into drawing a little bit. That was awesome too. Yeah. I know that was a lot, but yeah. <laughs> No, it was not a lot. That was that was an amazing story of the best day of your life. Uh, two things I want to mention. One, the uh, cringing about past work is so strange as an artist because you make the art, you have to make the art. Uh, that's just how you get better over the years. And if you cringe, that's a good sign because that means that you've gotten better. 
Yeah. That being said, future you is already complaining about your artwork. Oh my! <laughs> I, I I'm excited about that now. Like, um, because I was um just thinking like the uh, the most I I critique myself a lot when it comes to my art. Of course, we we are our biggest critics. Um, but when I did a uh, picture of Rihanna as Kakashi, like. That that um that picture, I was like, I, I, I kind of like this picture, and I can't wait till I get to the point where I'm able to cringe at this, you know? Like, oh yeah, I can't wait to that. Yeah. That is an awesome perspective. Yeah. <laughs> I like that a lot. That is that is uh super positive. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. That's that is so cool because it's not like I I don't like I'm not a big fan of negative positivity. No, not that negative positivity toxic positivity where it's like oh you will get better i like yeah. the excitement of being like i know i'll get better and i can't wait to hate my stuff now <laughs> <laughs> uh, the second thing i want to mention is it's surprising how often uh social media interactions will just snowball into this amazing kind of like momentum of stuff that just lines up and you're like great and it's it's fantastic. And a lot of that is luck, but you have to do the work to be in a lucky situation. And you did that. You messaged the person, you got to the concert, you made sure your booth was ready, you made prints to, so you could show off how awesome your work is. None of that would have happened without your hard work. You just still had to put yourself in the position, manifest it, of having luck happen. And I think that that's, uh, I, I need more people to know that that's how things get done. That's how you get lucky. <laughs> yeah. Um, like I, I, I tell people all the time, you gotta, you gotta put yourself out there no matter what. I mean, even when you're doing conventions and stuff and you, you know that there's going to be a person there that you really, really like, and you got a booth and stuff, draw, draw some art, let them, you know, draw some art to, to show off your work and stuff. Cause you never know what's going to happen. You know, like I, I didn't, I didn't have to draw samurai shampoo prints, but if I didn't, if I haven't had draw drew those prints, I would have never gotten the CC's book. You know, so um, yeah, you, you have, of course, you got to, you got to put in the work. Um, it's hard. It's scary. I was nervous about, you know, messaging Shingo 2 and stuff, I wouldn't have even known that Shingo 2 was going to be there until very later on, you know, when they announced it on the uh, Yomakon page, and that would have been too late. So, yeah, you got to put yourself out there. Um, I know a lot of us are uh, introverts and stuff, but sometimes you guys just got to fight through that and, and put your best self forward. There's no guarantee that you'll be seen, but yeah, you're definitely not going to be seen if you don't <laughs> show yourself. If you don't, exactly, exactly. <laughs> I just said, "Damn it!" because I'm like, oh, I got to be on camera. I don't want to be on camera, but we just talked about that. It's important. Boy, um, so one thing I have, I, I, it's interesting because I'm saying I haven't done it yet, but at the time of this episode coming out. I will have drawn something that is part of the hashtag that you're doing, which I think is fantastic, and I want to mention it. What is anti, or should I do the hashtag? Okay, hashtag anti-AI fighter. What is it? What motivates it? Why, why did it happen? Um, so anti-AI fighter is basically, I wouldn't call it a challenge. Um. It's basically a, sort of like a movement, um, or yeah, I like to just think of it as an idea, um, personally. Um, AI has affected quite a bit of artists in a negative fashion. And as a big fan of art and a big fan of our artist community, I I hate that for us. I I did not. I don't like how 
Um, I don't like how AI, what AI is doing to us. Um, I don't like that it's pulling us apart. You know, I don't like, you know, I, I really just don't like any of the effects that it's been doing to us. So I decided to um, come up with this idea to draw yourself as a fighter against AI and your weapon. Your weapon is basically any art utensil and um, you can use the hashtag uh, anti-AI uh, anti fighter um, and post your work and share how AI has affected you. And um, I basically do, I, I post your um, picture and all of my social medias and hopefully, you know, other people will see it and they share and they share. It's all about boosting and empowering um, human artists at the end of the day. Um, and yeah, that's, that's pretty much what it is. And um, I've been personally trying to uh, um, create sticker anti-AI stickers. I've got some on the side of me right now. Hold on, where are you stickers? I've been creating a bunch of stickers that I am going to be sending out to people. Um, if you live in the US, I'm going to be, if you join into the hashtag, I will be sending you stickers for free. I'm not, you know, I'm not asking for money or anything like that. But, you know, I, once again, I appreciate people taking their time out to join in and express themselves. Um, so that will just be my small token of appreciation. And I also will be sending you a letter that will have resources of, and just a little inspirational letter, you know, but yeah. I feel a lot of times as an artist, you're in your, at your studio, you're in your little space to do drawings. And so it feels a lot of times like you're on your own because you're kind of isolated from everyone else. When you go to conventions, you're at a table next to other people and you can have conversations about all the hardships that come with creating your own artwork. So it does feel really comforting and it does feel like there's a moment of solidarity when you're talking to other artists and they have the same issues that you do. Yeah. I love the anti-AI fighter because it is giving people an opportunity to express their solidarity, to complain about AI art in a community. It's all these artists, all these people agreeing with them, saying that this sucks. I'm here for you. Yeah. And uh, what really inspired me, uh, I'm, first, I would like to say, I'm not going to take no digs, but I am I in, <laughs> <laughs> like, I am in a uh, artist against AI group. And that's kind of like what really gave me the inspiration um, to create this hashtag because in the group, like I do love the group, you know, because artists are able to vent about their problems and their frustration with AI, but they're also sharing a lot of AI stuff in there. And, you know, it, it's kind of like, I, I understand that you're venting, but you're also boosting AI by venting and sharing the AI picture. So what we can do is we can still vent we can still vent about our first frustrations about AI, but why don't we we draw a picture of ourselves and you know um, uh, going against AI and 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 vent like that? You know, do it in a more uh, healthier and productive way. So uh, that's that's kind of why I, I started the uh, the hashtag. I also I don't know. I just wanted to do something. I didn't like the fact that you know. Um, I didn't like the fact that we were just, well, not we, but um, how we don't really have a say in this matter. Like we're just, we're just kind of like taking it. Um, laws are being, something is happening, but it's, it's, it's slowly happening. Um, and I feel like with anything that is very popular, the way you change that popularity is to speak negatively on it. You know what I'm saying? Like trash, if we don't want AI to be popular, trash it, fuck it. Like 
trash the shit. Fuck AI. Like, you know, and I'm starting to see, I'm starting to see, you know, of course I'm 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 a positive person, but I'm liking to see the negativity, you know, a lot, a lot of more people are speaking out against AI. You know, when I'm starting, I'm starting to see when people post AI picture, I'll see in the comments like people being negative, like, oh, this is AI bull crap. Like, yeah, let's go. Let's freaking go. Because then, you know, sometimes, sometimes a little, we don't want to harass people, but a little bullying, a little, little, little something helps. It does. It does. <laughs> yeah. I mean, with this, you know, I, I feel like a little, a little bullying is needed, just a little bit, you know, um, to kind of just, you know, I mean, it just sucks. So like, let's, let's be more vocal about it. You know, let's, you know. I know yeah. how you feel about refusing to share AI images to complain about them. I mm -hmm. will not, I, I'm protesting AI. I'm not going to be involved. If I see, like, I, I do have friends who share AI stuff, in which case I'm not going to give them shit. I'm not going to be mean to them. Yeah. But I'm not going to I'm not going to comment. I'm not going to like it. I don't want to see your post about AI on my Facebook account. You'll see me complain about AI. I won't name yeah. names, but I'm going to be a dick to AI because I hate it. Yep. Despise it. Exactly. Exactly. I will complain and complain and complain, but I will not. I'm not going to share. I'm not going to boost it because that that's that's what they want. You know, even yep. if. You know, even negative, if you if you share their stuff and it's negative, you're still sharing their stuff, you know? So, like, the, um, the only way to combat this whole AI thing is stop giving it popularity. Like, stop, stop doing that. Just, just speak on it, vent on it, trash it, you know? And, yeah, this will be nipped in the bud. Mm-hmm. So this whole episode, this whole interview, you've had so many good pearls of wisdom that I really absolutely love. Oh. Um, uh, being on camera, putting yourself out there. Uh, if you want to handle social media, you have to do it consistently. I'm. Uh, if you don't like something that's popular, that is negative, just you got to bully it a bit. You got you to <laughs> voice your protestation. protestation. I think that's a word. You have to be a bully. <laughs> Try to make some noise. That comes with anything you want to protest about, you know? So I, I'm trying to think of like, because uh, <laughs> I always end an episode with what in, what words of it, what words of wisdom would you give to someone? And I'm trying to think of like how to word this question because you've given so many words of wisdom. But I guess <laughs> I guess to a lot of people, uh, what other <laughs> words of wisdom would you give to Someone who is looking into getting into into art and is might be intimidated from not going to school. Um. Well, I well okay. I would like to. Um. Since we're on the subject of AI and whatnot, I would like to give some words of wisdom to artists in general. Honestly, um, because I feel. Um, and I, I'm literally working on my uh, my letter to uh, the people who participated in the AI thing right now. Uh, but what I was going to say on there was I feel a lot of the people who are currently doing AI, they're doing it for greed, for money reasons. Um, they're not uh, going out about it in a really functional way. I feel like this is going to die out just like NFTs and stuff like that. It's 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 all just for money money and capitalism and all that bullshit. So, um I want artists to focus on them. Brand yourself. Meaning getting yourself a logo, getting yourself um um well together. I don't know. That's something that I am focusing on myself. I'm trying to uh, put myself out there and brand myself. So when people see my logo, they know that's Luna Bunny. Uh, when people see my artwork, they know that's Luna Bunny. Um, I like when you see AI images right now. You see AI. You don't see the artist. 
Like when you see, you, they don't have, like AI doesn't have a style. You know, it's just AI bull crap. But you as an artist, you are unique. You are, um, you are unique, you are creative. So use that to your advantage. Brand yourself, um, get yourself together. Focus on merchandise if you can. If you can, if you can get yourself some merchandise together, um, you don't have to always settle for prints and stuff because I, I'm I'm a I'm a merch nerd. <laughs> Every a lot of people knows that I am like a huge 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 merch nerd. Um, so get into uh, making products and stuff for yourself. Um, and yeah, don't don't let this AI thing get you down. Um, I, I I honestly I think this is going to die out. I have hope that it's going to die. Like it's always gonna be there. It's always gonna be there. But AI has been here for years. It's been here. It's it's, it's gotten popular, you know, more recently uh, with this last couple of years. But it's been here for quite a while. And I think that it's going to die out. People are going to get tired. They're going to get tired of seeing the same old bullshit with AI. And they're going to want to cling to human art. And um, when they want that, um, please show yourself. Put yourself out there. Your art deserve it and you deserve it. So, yeah. <laughs>